What is up, guys? It's David from Free Wine and Love and Bread. Before we get the show started today, um, just want to let you guys know how you can follow us, support us, see what we got going on because we got a lot of new stuff coming your way. Um, as always, follow us Instagram. Just type in Free Wine and Love and Bread. You should find us. Same thing with Facebook and YouTube. Go subscribe to our page, like our videos, watch our videos, um, all of that. We do have a Patreon under Free Wine and Love and Bread. If you want to support the podcast, we're going to have new content on there pretty regularly for you guys. Um, other than that, we have a new website we just put up. It's freewineunleavenedbread.com. Freewineunleavenedbread.com. Um, hit us up there to see what we got going on. Send us prayer requests, um, things of that nature. We're going to keep that updated weekly for you guys. And as always, thank you for your support. Um, thank you for the time you spend listening to the podcast, and we all really appreciate it. Um, yeah, enjoy the show. Yeah, today we're going to be talking about not letting ourselves be deceived. Mm. This deception is all throughout this world. Yes, it is. Whitney, what you got? All right, we'll get this started. So, deception as far as matters of the heart go. Basically, nobody really wants to be deceived. Usually, we are deceived when we are enticed by our own desires. You look for truth instead of walking by truth. A lot of times, we look for signs of truth on the outside instead of walking by the truth in us. So basically, um, with that first note that I have, nobody's walking around like, yay, I can't wait to be deceived today. That sounds like a fun time. Sure. <laughs> you know, unless you're, you're stepping on the scale, but, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I've definitely heard people say ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, unless people are talking bad about you and you just don't want to know where you're stepping on the scale. I don't, other than that, I don't think anybody's really out here, like out to walk in deception. A lot of times they walk in what they think is truth because they want to do the right thing or go the right direction, but they're being led by the desire itself and itself instead of being led by God yeah. and asking him to bring forth those desires in them. Mm -hmm. Um, so deception always has a little truth in it. It looks like taking the easy way out that will get us our own desires a little sooner instead of trusting God to provide for us. What do you guys got on that? Yeah. Um, (laughs) like, has there been a time that later on you found out that you were deceived, but in the moment when you look back, you didn't realize that you were. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Man, I would say this is kind of maybe like a bad example, um, but like with college, I guess for me would have been that area. I like talked to a lot of counselors um, like that told me I should be in a certain major and was kind of like convinced that that's where I was supposed to be. And later on, I figured out that like, that wasn't the right path I should have taken and I could have taken like a better path that would have saved me money and time. And, and yeah, like I just, I lost a lot of money and time over that. And so I guess like, like I said, it's probably a bad example, but that's just like off the top what I think about. And then there's like spam callers, you know, (laughs) cars extended warranty, but yeah. Yeah. I can kind of relate. Um, as far as like just, early decisions in life like i trusted people to give me the best advice and the best kind of path and everything and i didn't really question what what their decisions 
decisions. Mm-hmm. Words are hard. What their decisions were, and I just kind of like it, ran with it because you know I like the sound of making better better money and stuff like that. So um, it, it's not even that they were like trying to deceive me. It's just like they thought they had in their mind what was best, but that may not have been what was best for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like my <clears throat> experience with deception has mainly been geared towards relationships like romantic relationships and just like I the people I've dated have been amazing guys but I feel like I was just kind of deceiving myself just because they were great guys and I enjoyed being with them it wasn't that doesn't mean like they're the they're the right relationship to be in um and I feel like I would even like ask God for signs to know that that was the one you know and then I was kind of relying on those signs versus relying on what Holy Spirit was telling me and versus relying on spending time with Jesus and like actually really knowing what he was telling me. So yeah, I, I think I was in a conversation with Whitney and Dalton about that, how uh, Satan can easily give you signs. Like he can, you can pray things to Jesus and Satan can take that and make it happen. So yeah. those were some areas I was deceived in. Um, just a reference, you actually had given me this note, but second Thessalonians two, nine through 11, it's talking about speaking of the antichrist, um, displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie and with all deceivableness and unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. And so it just talks about the antichrist can send. It has like, there's power in signs and wonders that serve the lie. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think of like in the Old Testament with Moses, whenever the Pharaoh sent his people out to challenge him with these false prophets and they would do the same signs, but it wasn't of God. It was something that they had come up with. Um, And it it was honestly just demonic. It wasn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I think what, what happens a lot of time with deception is we make what feels good synonymous with what's best for us. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're not um, like the fleshly desires of this world um, are just distractions um, and they're not necessarily what's best for us. Whether that be a relationship that looks good or, you know. Well, and they can be born of things that are good. Yeah. Um, but we they're just either it's not in the right time or mm-hmm. um, it's abused in a certain way. Mm hmm. Uh, or it's neglected in another way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how, like, that's why we've always got to try and do things on God's timing and in, within God's will is because even what may be good for us may not be good for us right then, or it may not be good for us in the way that we're doing it. And so we have to keep everything within a balance and within this spotlight of what God has. Um, directed for it. So like a relationship, like it's good to have a relationship, but if you're allowing it, if like you're idolizing a relationship and then that's when you get in one, then it's really not healthy for you to be in that relationship because you're not, because you're placing God above it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're placing it above it God. above God. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that, sorry. Um, you're placing that above God. Um, or, like with entertainment, it's good to have entertainment. Like, I mean, God gave us the the ability to be entertained. Uh, and so it's good to have that, but it's like you shouldn't abuse it. Like you shouldn't just 
waste your entire day binging Netflix. Yeah. Type stuff. What happens in your thought life is so important. Um, so in like Jeremiah 9, 5, it says they taught their tongue to speak lies. So it's something that, you know, we learn too. Like certain patterns and ways that we talk to ourselves or encourage a certain behavior. It will become like almost like a default setting to us if we're not careful. And um, so when we don't flow up on the word of God, we don't know the truth. It says in the word that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. The first way to not be deceived is to know the will of God. Another way people are deceived is in thinking that they do not or cannot understand the will of God. This is simply untrue and deception itself. God's not a man that he should lie, and he will not compromise his word to do his will. We know his will in his word. And the word says, do not be conformed. I'm going to pause there because I think the word, it's interesting, the word conform starts with the word con. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. As we renew our minds to the word of God, we learn what his perfect will is. Mm. Yeah, that's good. We were talking in in that just about like people who who don't understand God's will. Like in what context, what context do you mean that? So, like, for instance, like when people pray, well, Lord, we just hope this and we don't really, you know, know your will and, mm. you know, da, da, da. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit teaches us. You know what I mean? Like he's our teacher. He's our helper. And um, just like we feed our body, we need to feed our spirit. Whichever one we're feeding the most is which one leads. So if you're not constantly filling up on the word, you will be deceived into thinking that your feelings are truth instead of pausing on that, being patient to act and asking the Holy Spirit to help you make those decisions and letting peace drive that. Mm -hmm. Um, so knowing the will of God is just knowing the word it's filling up on truth because when you're filled up with truth, it's just like Adam and Eve in the garden, Adam knew, Mm -hmm. but he picked, Eve was deceived, but Adam knew, Yeah. but he went with his wife's decision instead of standing on what he knew was truth. Mm -hmm. So it's like that, you know? Yeah.